Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast, and Paul is back with us this week. Yo! Unfortunately. Oh, shut at you. So, Paul, I, d- I didn't mention why you were away, because I didn't feel it was my place. No, I, I had a I had a family funeral to go to, yeah. so I apologise for my absence. Yeah, those are, those are never fun, are they? No, they're not fun. But, uh, but it, was a lo- it was a lovely service, and everything was lovely, so... It was it was lovely. I mean, apart from the weather, which was horrible, mm-hmm. but you can't have everything. Yeah, we briefly touched on it last week, but uh, how did the snow affect you the other week? The beast from the east. Oh well. I don't mean Bam Bam Bigelow. I do. I do think it was quite funny watching a million people panic buying like four loaves and shit like that. I mean, it was three fucking days. Yeah. As long as you had a week's shop in before the snow hit, you'd have been fine. Yeah. I mean. So. I mentioned this on last week, but I know Paul didn't listen to last week's because he really does. I tell you, someone in my, my one of my neighbours built an igloo in the back garden. One of my neighbours did that too. Did they? Yeah. There was a few igloos I saw. Hmm. Seems to be a new thing. No, no more snowmen. No. Igloos. I remember me and my dad went out in the snow in bit where I live. You're excused, Scott. Where I live because uh, my mum couldn't get to work and she had an argument with her boss so it wasn't that bad where he was. He was going, oh, it's not that bad. She's like, it's not that bad. So she went with our camera to essentially show him how bad it was where we were. And my dad just randomly shoved me. Who did I? Maybe he's no angel and he just shoves, just shoves me back before <laughs> I have a chance to tell me to go. Away. <laughs> yeah, but the snow, the snow was fine apart from trying to walk in it. Yeah. You know. We didn't so much go out in it, we just kind of sat at the window and enjoyed the quiet serenity of the untouched snow out of my back window. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, everyone started going out and walking in it and ruined it, and it was terrible. Yeah, I didn't really need to go out, I didn't really go out until, unless I needed to, and because I didn't want to go out, and, and plus, college was closed for three days because of the snow. I just yeah. felt like I was just cooked off my house, I was like, I don't know. I don't like it in here now. I want to go. See, I was not. I was not anyway cooked up. I enjoyed it. I spent the time in my bed, watching the snow and watching old film noirs from the forties. Oh well, nice for some people. It was nice. I wa- I watched at least three classic old film noirs. I watched Crossfire. Had Robert Robert Mitchum in it. And I watched one called. Oh. Well, I can't remember what it was called, but it was good. Okay. Yeah, I think it was called Murder My Sweet or some such like that, but it was good. Had, had Alan Ladd in it. Can't really comment, really, because... Yeah, well, I'd, I'd, I'd done a calculated thing and found out most of those movies are like 70 plus years old, so... You know. Yeah, definitely not my... But yeah, I mean, you know, I the kind of movies where it, where it's not a, it isn't appropriate in the scene unless everyone has a cigarette and a fedora hat. <laughs> yeah, so I think we we managed to find last week. Craig was very nice, uh, kind enough to fill in. And as as I came in here this morning, I get told I'm being replaced. I am wounded, terribly wounded. I'm lying, of course, but I'm not replacing <laughs> you. <laughs> but you want to sometimes. I, I, I said I, I said I was thinking about it. You can't. <laughs> You're not replacing me. This crew doesn't try and count me down before every show. You can't replace me. I am a show, damn it. Not really. Just some mild editing. The word Paul to Craig. <laughs> you wouldn't dare. But I'll tell on you. Try me. Sorry if I'm. If you heard that, me trying to do a sip of a monster energy that I'm not technically meant to have in this yeah, studio. Yeah, I'm going to tell on him. You wouldn't do that. Guess yes, I would. You really, really are just a petty child at times, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. So, Paul, have you been up to anything interesting this week? Oh, well, uh, I fixed my VCR. 
so now all my wrestling videos play brilliantly now. Okay. You you have been at my home and seen my wrestling tapes. It's in a there. very a very vast collection. Yeah. Got a vast, but at times it looks like they're very low quality because of the screen. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what I've done, but now every tape plays perfectly. No jumping, no, no nothing. So it's very good. Hmm. You know, I have no idea what I have done to fix the VCR. But you know that way sometimes you move something and then you move it back and wow, hmm. you know it, it works. All right. So I was very happy with that because now I can show my my kids all the good old wrestling that I have, and have them enjoy it without having to squint at the screen to see the wrestler's head. <laughs> so that was your main highlight of the week. Yes, I can I can now let my son enjoy wrestling tapes with me. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I know what Paul wasn't doing this week. He wasn't listening to the songs I sent him to listen to. No, I wasn't listening to the songs you sent me. But I did listen. I listened to the majority of that Siamese Dream, the Smashing Pumpkins album he told me to listen to. Well, although I was very, very, very bad and didn't listen to your songs, did you enjoy the ones you listened to? They're all right, but. They're all right. It's not, it's not really what I would. Not really what I would listen to unless you had asked me to. Oh, well, there was nothing of a positive you could pick out of it. Yeah, I really couldn't remember. I really wasn't... I don't know. <laughs> I was mainly listening to them while I was doing... Listening to them as background noise while I was doing stuff, other stuff. Yeah. They were all... They, I, don't, I wouldn't say them they were bad. I just wouldn't immediately... Mashing Pumpkins aren't really a band I would immediately go out my way to listen to. Oh, well. I'm sorry if that's upset you. No. Actually, yes, it has. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care, because that's... Well, I kind of care, because that's the only one of their albums I quite like. Okay. You know. Not really a fan of anything else. Well, maybe the first album. The first album's good. Well, I wasn't up too much during the week. I did... I think I've finished uh, my film that we, we did together. It should hopefully be posted up on YouTube is that the at one, the end of this week. Is that the one that I am a star in? Yes. <gasps> one that I graciously, graciously gave you top billing in. Yes, you did. Thank you very much. No, literally, at the end, at the, start, the credits start with starring Paul Brown. Yeah. Because I don't, uh, for a reason, I felt, felt like a dick to edit it and then put the start of the credits, my name at the start. You're like, you're like BB in Fraser. Hmm? I'll give you anything you want. I'll, I'll make you a star. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that episode the other day. Didn't, didn't get to use the song I wanted to at the end. Why not? Because I wanted to use. I literally listened to it later because I felt like it. For a reason, I kept having that song in my head when I when I was doing looking at how I wanted the end credits to come up. I wanted to use the call and the song I mentioned the other week by the Killers, and I thought this is a good sounding song because we're students. We allowed we can allowed to use. Yeah, you to use certain songs like this. And then after Kate's listened to it a bunch of things and helped me like help me with some make fix some changes in the uh, credits and show me how to fade out. She then just she then just goes, Oh yeah, but there might be a problem using the killers because it's copyrighted like why didn't you tell me that before? We <laughs> spent ten minutes going over this. He likes to hit you away with surprises. Yep. And then she gives me a hard rifle away music that they've got. All of it was good, it just didn't suit my film. And the more I went through it, and the more I found stuff that didn't really go, the more frustrated I became. Hmm. You do, you do get frustrated, don't you, Scott? Yeah, well, I thought I was done and everything, and then I finally had to go through all this shitty music. What did you finally settle on? I, just, I used Abby Maria at the end. Really? Why? Oh. Why? Nothing. What? Nothing. No, no, nothing to me. You can't give nothing. me that. You can't give me that and then say nothing. Well, it's just that that song was used on the last bloody film we were in. Yeah, well, I wanted to need something, all right? I'm not criticising. I was desperate, all right? I know, I know. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, hopefully by the end of this week the film should be up. On YouTube. Yes, and then we can share it on our various social media platforms and me and you can discuss it. Yes, we can. 
once it's up on YouTube, you can share it to Facebook, and then lastly, I can share it. Yes, and then to Twitter and, and, and such. Yes. People, uh, people will look and marvel at my performance. And your performance as the, as the man. <laughs> as the man, yes, pretty much. That's well, that is, that is your character, isn't it? You are the man. Yes. But, uh, the silly man who signs the paper. Ooh. See, nobody's going to get this until they've seen it, but... Also, still game started back this week. Me and Craig briefly touched on that. Mm-hmm. Still game was good. Yes. Yes. Do you want to talk about it? I do. I I must say that whole the first episode of the new season makes up for just how terrible the last season was. Not last season at its moments, but yeah, like I said, I said to you before we we started recording that last season took to like episode two, in my opinion, to fully get into the groove of feeling like still game again, whereas mm. this one. Whereas this one, kind of from the off, was good. Like, I don't know yeah. they're taking the fist out of Winston uh-huh. his leg when he's looking for a place to stay. It was like it, when they're in, when they're living in the bit above Bobby's, and like, is that your scants? Uh. I only bring the one pair of them. Or Isa trying to, uh, trying to <laughs> get, find out they're holding a surprise party for her birthday. Uh, the whole time, me and my brother looking over at my mum saying, that's bloody you, that. <laughs> I'm going to lean up to your oh, that in your bag, could that be for me? <laughs> Baby, bugger off, who knows it? <laughs> bugger off, you know, you shite, you're not on. Aye. Oh, that was something that I, know, I seen in the paper the day that bugged me. Hmm. Well, Ken Dodds did. Is he? Aye. Sir Ken, he died at 90. Well, he had a good end, didn't he? Aye, he had a good end, but partly it happened just two days after they get married to his long time girlfriendy woman you know he lived with her for 40 years he just got married two days ago and now he's so I'm just laughing at your girlfriendy woman alright well would live in partner you know yeah maybe that's maybe we knew he was that he didn't have long left and that's why he wanted to get married maybe but I, do, I, I must say I remember <laughs> Ken Dodd when I was younger like being on the telly and such it was funny <coughs> He was funny. And plus it ties in with <coughs> conversation about still game. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. If you remember the woman that looks like Ken Dodd. <laughs> no, the devil of Ken Dodd. <laughs> uh, we were sorry to hear that, eh, uh, oh, he was Dodd. I mean, dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey. Did he? Oh, did, did he? he? <laughs> Aye. Our boys get called the Diddy men at school. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, would you think you remember the woman for that episode, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I don't really know much about Ken. What do you think? Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> He's even fucking scarier than she was, actually. Do you think? Yes, look at them. Especially in that picture. Luckily, he was a funny man. He's a funny, funny man. Funny, funny looking man, but. Loads, loads were his tickle sticks. I beg your pardon. That's what he called them, his tickle sticks. Was he on the BBC in the 70s by any chance? He was not a dirty old man. Mm. He was not. If you read the art, you're taking it out of context, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, I wanted to talk a few things about Paul, and uh, we're gonna hopefully finish off by getting having some ranting, some getting some things that annoy us off our chest. Just it's an excuse for us to vent about shit we don't just like. Just so you know, when we get to this point, it'll just be Scott raging and rallying against me, and it will end with him beating me to death with his man satchel. Just a satchel, thank you very much. And it's got Batman on it, so fuck you. <laughs> See? See, people? It's a Batman bag, it's not a satchel. Urgh. It's a shoulder bag, thank you very much. <laughs> with a shoulder what? bag what's with a Batman on it. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing, I'm just winding you up. <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, I thought you were going to take over the uh, the ranting bit, knowing how angry you usually get at things. I Being am, a crabbit bastard and all. I am not crabbit, I am pretty zen. I am good. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, I am. I'm good. So I wanted to get to uh, look at my look at my zenness. Want to touch on a few different things? Why briefly touch on wrestling? This is probably the main wrestling thing we're going to be talking about. Is uh, touch. shut up. <laughs> you see what I'm dealing with? I'm dealing with a child here. See, Craig wouldn't do this. Yes, he would. Come back, Craig, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you would be bored without me, man. I wouldn't be as angry though, would I? You're just angry anyway, that's just you. 
Uh, act your age, not your shoe size. I, I'm acting my age. It's a weird phrase, that isn't it? Act your age, not your shoe size. Yes, well, so I've not to act like eight. When I was like, when I was younger, when I was younger when they used that phrase, like my mum and dad would use that phrase. I was only a few years older than my shoe size, so I, so don't act like two years or so younger than myself. Yeah. yeah. What? Your logic is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> flawed, damn it, flawed. Anyway, I watched. I stayed up. I didn't stay up to watch Fastlane. I watched it the next day, which may have may have accounted to why I enjoyed it as I did. Yes, because you didn't take the stupid option to watch it live and be tired. Yeah. Well done, Scott. Thank you. You're welcome. I was gonna say I was gonna say something that annoys me to do with pay-per-views, but I'll save that for later. So yeah, it's the last pay-per-view. We have three or four weeks until WrestleMania 34, and when I run down this card for Paul. I'm going to first talk about the matches that have been confirmed and then the matches that are all but confirmed are just looking are looking to happen. Well, what, are are con- what is are, is most likely confirmed? What, what, is, what is confirmed so far is obviously Reigns, Lesnar for the Universal title. Again? Oh, God's sake. Anyway, Reigns, Lesnar for the Universal title. No, neither one of those fucking idiots should have a title on them. I'll get into the Reigns Lesnar thing in a minute, but okay, okay. if I can finish my thing. Reigns Lesnar for the Universal title, uh, Nakamura versus AJ for the WWE Championship. Yay, good one. Uh, Asuka, last night, the other night, Fastlane showed up and challenged Charlotte. So it'll be Asuka versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's title. Okay. Uh, Miz will defend the Intercontinental title against Seth Rollins and Finn Balor in a triple threat. Okay. Uh, Ronda Rousey will team with Kurt Angle. <sighs> Uh, against uh-huh. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Oh, that that will only be a boring pile of shite, but whatever. Right. Could be interesting, but alright. Uh, there's a, currently a tournament on for the cru- new Cruiserweight Champion, which will apparently culminate at WrestleMania. And okay. uh, its current semi current semi final matches are Cedric Alexander versus Roderick Strong, and I believe uh, Drew Gulak versus Mustafa Ali. So obviously they'll have those matches. I think are may happen this week. And then the finals will take place at WrestleMania. Cool. I'm really hoping Cedric Alexander doesn't win because I find him the most boring man alive. But I think he's meant to gonna win because I'm pretty sure he was meant to beat Enzo at the Rumble before Enzo had this fired. unfortunate incident. Yes, and was not properly fired and stripped of the title. Yes. So yeah, there's that. I'm trying to think of anything. I heard they're not doing the Andre. They might not be doing the Andre Battle Royal. Well, for the amount of use it does, anyone. But, but it might be doing a woman's version called the Fabulous Miller Battle Royal. So we're just going to take Laundry the Giant Battle Royal, make it a women's event, and make it about as useless as a men's event. Because let's face it, no one who's won the Laundry the Giant Battle Royal has made any fucking headway. You know, the thing was, going out of WrestleMania last year, Braun was the favourite. And you look at everything he did in 2017, all the good stuff he did. If he just won that Battle Royal... It would have made it would have made that battle look important, even though yes, one minor change would have helped instead of giving it that fud Mojo Rawlia. Yeah. Yes, I'm not going to start about Mojo Rawl because save it for the rant section. Oh, wow. <laughs> I agree with you, though. Yeah, he's yeah. funny. So, uh, or those are the confirmed matches of the rumors, or all but rather they're yet to be confirmed are. Uh, the Bludgeon Brothers are supposed to fight uh, the Usos for the tag team titles after interfering in their ma- the New Day match at Fastlane. And I think Xavier got legitimately injured when they did an assisted powerbomb onto the steel steps. Ooh. And he was legitimately like, sh- shaking. I thought he was just sailing, but according to news, I've learned since he might be legitimately injured. He's not career finished injured, is he? Hopefully not. Hope not. I like Xavier. Too, too early to really tell. Yeah, I hope not. I like Xavier Woods. Yeah. And uh, or the Orton won the title, and the US title. So there's likely there'll be a rematch with him and something like Jinder Mahal is going to try and get involved. Ugh. I know. And uh, Nia Jax is rumored to challenge Alexa now that Asuka's went over to SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. Nia Jax. Huh? Which I think. Which I think. Which I'm pretty happy with because I quite like Nia Jax. Actually. Yeah. At least he's a legit badass, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything. Uh, the bar, or, or it's supposedly getting to many sales, but it's not said who 
I heard that Braun entered a tag team number one contenders battle royal and won it by himself. Yeah, I heard so, that. Yeah. So maybe he'll just challenge them by himself. What and win the tag titles for himself? I would. I would find that funny. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Or maybe maybe he'll get Bray to be his partner. You and Bray have oh, a Oh, that would be so good. See, next week, uh, Bray's finishing his Matt Hardy feud with the ultimate deletion at the Hardy compound. Oh, I really hope Bray wins. He's not going to win that. It's Hardy's match at his thing. It's yeah, and what are the WWE famous for? Having the person whose match it is in their place lose. Not really. Ambrose won his match when he had that Asylum match a few years ago. Ambrose is a cockbag. But anyway, uh, so yeah, there was rumours that uh, Jeff's or Brother Nero's is known in the Broken Universe. Uh, he he's fit to come back. So there was rumours that he and Matt were going to challenge the bar, but it's looking less likely. Doing that, Jeff was arrested the other night. Was he for driving under the influence? But he was released. So I don't know if they'll be too keen to immediately give or award them with a given Jeff's behaviour. Do, do you know, I think we should just excuse Jeff's behaviour because the fucker's never going to change. Seen the uh, whole thing in, uh, when, he, when TNA was trying to cure Jeff of his addiction for yeah. jumping off high things and being a spot monkey and he, he, had, he had a personal zoo at his house full of monkeys that he named after members of the X Division. Yeah. And uh I'd love for matches to show up on two of live live and try to cure some of the high flyers of their addictions. Hmm. I think it would be quite funny and would make people tune in more because they really ah. should be because it's getting good just now. Two of five live with the tournament and everything. You know why it's getting good though? Because Triple H is in charge. Triple H is in complete con- complete charge of it. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's why. That's pretty much all the matches I can think of at the moment. How mu- how much longer do you think we'll be waiting before Triple H is in full in charge of? It? In control. I don't know of everything. I don't know. Of and that silly, silly old fuck in the suit is not running anything. No, twenty twenty. I think Vince is gonna get uh, Triple H's gonna get a lot more control because Vince has got the XFL to deal with. Yeah. So, and I don't think he'll be around, or at least he won't be involved business wise for much God. longer after that because he's getting a fair age. There's only so many hours he can work in. If you hear, if you believe the rumors, that Vince probably only sleeps like two or three hours a night. Yeah. Mm. Imagine how 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 he would how he would function if he got the full eight hours. What Vince? I imagine imagine him waking up thinking like, did I do that weird thing? <laughs> look, you look at some of his decisions in the last couple of weeks and like, did I do that? What you mean his decisions like making John Cena a star? Well, not like not that bad. M- giving Randy oh. Orton Bray's title. Oh, yes. Giving giving Bray's proper rematch at WrestleMania. Giving the fucking title to Jinder fucking Mahal. Those things? Those decisions? Maybe. Fucking dickhead what he is. Anyway. anyway. Save it for the rant. I think you're I think you're a bit harsher on Vince than you should be. No, I don't think I am, because he's a retard. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. See Vince uh, you're implying that Vince doesn't make good decisions. He has made good decisions like look at Braun Strowman. Braun is a one hundred percent Vince. Creation. No, but where is he going? He's going nowhere. He's not won a title. He's challenged pathetically for one. What's the point of building a guy up like that if you're just going to keep keep him? You're going to build him up to a certain level and then not push him past that fucking level. You build him up and up and up to that certain level to this unstoppable fucking monster. And what do you do? You keep. Not only do you keep the title in that part-time dickhead Brock Lesnar. But you offer a title match to that fucking idiot Roman Reigns, who has the personality of a brick. So no, I don't think Vince makes good decisions. I think Vince has the nucleus of good decisions, but they're never properly fleshed out or taken to the end, you know. Well, we had that gauntlet match a few weeks ago on Raw, which apparently was a Vince decision to dedicate the first two hours to that match, which is weird because it's Vince that merely thinks that long matches affect certain audiences attention span whereas it was him that then decided to have that long match yeah he fucking bring he went he brings out the odd good idea now and again but his overall input is pish i disagree if if not not to say that vince hasn't made bad decisions i'm saying he has i'm thinking you're being harsher on an issue if his input was good certain people would still have their titles and certain other people would have won one by now 
Well, when I was going through the WrestleMania card, the uh, I've called it Cena, who uh, is long remembered to, fa- to be facing the Undertaker. Won't that be a great match? I think I think hopefully it will be because Undertaker's moving a lot better than he is since he's had hip surgery. But then there's rumours that it won't be Taker, that it'll be Rey Mysterio for some reason. Which apparently is a match they haven't hasn't happened since 2011. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? So yeah, that's WrestleMania 34. Most of the matches are in all ma- matches that are probably going to happen but have not been confirmed yet. And that's happening in New Orleans. New Orleans, yes, where WrestleMania 30 happened. Is it now? Yes. Same venue. Cool. Although, you, seen, you know the, the venue that WrestleMania 34, uh, sorry, the TakeOver, uh, the Hall of Fame, the uh, and the Raw and SmackDown afterwards are taking place is called? Yeah. I can't remember what it was called before. It had a better name than what it has now. It's called the Smoothie King Center. Like the Smoothie King Center. Yeah. I was in that pew at the Hall of Fame. Goldberg was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Where did it take place? The Smoothie King Center. Smoothie King. Yeah. What the hell was that? Well, that's what was that voice? Yeah. What noise? That voice you just did. It was a Smoothie King voice. Okay. I don't know about you, but maybe I really enjoy. I really like the look of that card overall. Well, I'm sure it'll be fantastic, and the wrong people will win. So I'll, I'm sure at least by the time it's finished, I'll have a lot to complain about. Eh. Uh. I want to talk about the whole Brock Lesnar Roman thing because they've been telling a story since the chamber. They keep advertising Brock to be at places. <sighs> keep advertising Brock to be at events to confront Roman, and they keep having him saying, "Oh, sorry, Brock isn't here." <coughs> and Roman, there's rumours of whether or not Brock will. They're using the rumours of Brock will go back to the USC or not after Mania. And they're using that, and Roman comes out cutting, kind of well. It seems like shoot phones, but they'll say you know they've been agreed upon by people backstage from you see these things and they call Brock an entitled bitch who hides behind his contract or some such and calling Brock out for it. He said how the champion, if you're going to be the Universal Champion, you should be here every week and all that. And uh, last week, uh, Kurt came in and said, Oh, sorry, Brock's not here again. And, tro- and Rome came in and they started talking shit about Vince. And they did a thing where they followed Rome backstage and he went up into Gorilla. And went right up to Vince and like, what the fuck's going on? Mm. Didn't essentially didn't say that, but essentially those were the that was the idea. And then they announced that Brock would be Vince was interviewed backstage and said Brock will be here next week. Oh, and by the way, Roman has been temporarily suspended. Yeah. So I think I like what they're trying to do. Um, you know what? I I don't care what we do because I'm a, I'm very much over both Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar I couldn't give a flying fuck about either one of them uh, I'm trying to get something up on Twitter because I had a bit of a Twitter <laughs> argument last night because I stayed up to watch the opening bit of Raw Les- Lesnar's just a big clumsy lumbering twat and Roman Reigns is a fool and all what the fuck is it I'm trying to find it find the thing where uh I think I got into a bit of an argument last night, like as I said, with a guy about the whole Reigns thing. Yeah. Was he pro Reigns or? Well, I I actually kind of grown. I don't mind Reigns as a wrestler. Well, I was meaning the, the person who you were arguing with. Was well, that I, person I, I, pro I can Reigns? tell. I don't know. I'm trying to find the actual. I'm finding my part of the argument here, but I'm not finding that guy's. Well, give me your part of the argument. That might be funny. <laughs> You know, like just hearing one half of an argument. Okay. A response and reply. The guy was essentially saying, uh, "Oh, how, so you know how low WWE will stoop to get you to cheer Roman." And I said, "I just respond to him, yeah, how dare they try to tell an interesting story going into WrestleMania?" And you, because I was, I was like, I like the story they're trying to tell. They're trying to add some realism here, like, and I quite enjoying it. So I say, "Oh yeah, how dare they try to tell a good story?" The guy says the story is they are desperate for you to cheer Roman, and then uh, my response was, uh, "I pointed it to him and said, tell me if this was anybody but Roman in this position, you wouldn't be into this. He's winning at Mania. Get over it." <laughs> and the guy was trying to wonder, "Oh, well, I'm a fan of Roman. I'm thinking, oh, well, you could have fucking fooled me." <laughs> I do hate that. 
people that are essentially losing an argument and try and backtrack on it. Yeah. See, like, you know, at least with me, even if I'm losing an argument, I'll never back down. See, the guy was saying, oh yeah, he's good on the, he's, okay, he's getting better on the mic, he's good in the ring, but, but it's just, he doesn't like how they're trying, how do he's going, how hard are you trying to get you to cheer? I'm thinking like, what do you trying to get a reasonably good talent over? How dare they? They've got I don't see the argument. Like I've gotten over the whole, well, not over it, but I'm more into rings than I was years ago. Like WrestleMania 31, I didn't see the the problem with having rings in. It. I just didn't like the way they did it. Yeah. And then WrestleMania 32, I thought, alright, let's just get this over with the whole Triple H match. And then after that, he was actually quite good after that because he had two great matches with AJ Styles. He had that match with Seth, at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Then they had the Shield Triple Threat, and everybody's gone about the AJ match. Oh, AJ carried him through that. At this point, Roman's had too many good matches for you to use that argument. It's the same with John Cena. They've had too many good matches at this point that yeah. you can't make the argument every time they have a good match. Oh, they were carried. No, if you're going to if you're going to have a legitimate beef like with a wrestler or a particular character in the wrestling, <laughs> don't always hark on about the same thing because you're right. I totally agree with you in the sense that Roman's got better in the ring. Yeah. I don't agree that he's got better on the mic. I don't like him on the mic. Oh, but he has got a lot better. He's good when he has well to say, and he's not scripted to it. Like yeah. the go home promo he did on Cena, and Cena wasn't at Raw for their match at No Mercy. Yeah. He essentially played a promo Cena did on The Rock when The Rock wasn't at Raw in the lead up to 28. And essentially called Cena out and called him a hypocrite, and then repeated the line that Cena had done yeah, in that yeah. video. I think, and then that's a good promo. So I think he has two. As the weeks before that he'd struggled because Cena was kind of tearing him apart and Reigns essentially didn't know what to do in response yeah see I, I get it right and I, I don't like Roman Reigns on the mic I don't like the way a lot of the time and it's not just with him as well a lot of wrestlers in this current era we try and you know we go like oh look like this wrestler we like this wrestler you have to like this wrestler and it's never the wrestler that bugs me it's the company rather than anything else because yeah. we don't we don't gear wrestler time to get over organically, you know what I mean? See, the thing was, uh, I was more annoyed when Reigns was US champion than I ever was when he was WWE champion. Yeah. Really. How? Because he he kind of treated that thing like he was a uh, like, but like it was a demotion. I felt in the yeah. way he carried it, and the other times he'd come out for segments and wouldn't even bother bringing the belt with him. And then that's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, and then they had the uh, Undertaker match, which I thought was fine, fine, but the story wasn't built as it should have been. And plus, Taker didn't seem in the best in Nick for it. Yeah, so it was just hard to watch at times. Yeah, but you did say he seems like he's moving better now. As the rumor, but uh, then but then recently he had the Shield brief reuniting with the Shield. That was silly. And then. <laughs> And then he had that Aircon title reign, and he seemed to care about that a lot more than he did the US title. He actually came out and went with it every week. He kept defending it weekly. Yeah. And then he had the. And plus, last year he had, that feud, he had that feud with Braun. Yeah. And you, can't, and you can't deny that he did a lot of good for Braun. No, not at all. But where's the difference, right, Liz? Another thing I don't like about him sometimes mm -hmm. the attitude. Because you look at fucking Cena, and I don't like him one fucking bit. I've noticed. But I, I, I do respect the guy, because at least nowadays he, he puts so much more effort into his matches, in my opinion. And he obviously loves what he does. Mm -hmm. And you look at when he had the US title. Yeah. He fucking, that title went, before him, that title was a fucking joke. Yep. He took that title and took it for like, layer to like, whew. Yep. Everybody wanted to have that US title. Oh, no offence, because I actually like these guys, but oh, every time he has a good match, he was carried like, you really think Stardust or Zack Ryder carried John Cena? Which is <laughs> I like say, guys. I mean, yeah. there's no way that no way you can use that argument in that situation. Stardust and who? Zack Ryder. Oh God, no. Which is I like the guy. Don't you remember Zack Ryder's wonderfully long Intercontinental Title reign? Don't bring that up. The wind is still for us. <laughs> uh, At least he won it at WrestleMania. And plus. Once the whole Roman, the build to Roman winning the title, once it's done, the match, I actually enjoyed the match at 331, so I think this match will be good. And once it's done, it's done. The whole build, he's got the belt now. So now, you know, if, it, when, if Brock does go away, look at who's who's left, who's there every week, and the belt will be on TV every week. And then he can have matches with guys like Seth or Finn or Braun Strowman for the title. 
Yes. And, they'll, and they will all be good matches. We will. Stop your fucking moaning. Like, and I, see, I, I know I realised the tone I was giving the guy at times could be like, oh, get over it or, stuff, or shit like that. Yeah. And you shouldn't just be saying, oh, stop moaning and just enjoy it, get over it. But even if it's a bit like, because that implies I'm saying, oh, don't question this story because it's bad. Just get over it. Like, but cause if it's something's a bad story, then you should complain about it. But I'm trying to paint the argument as that it's a good story and you should try and enjoy it when they when you've been presented with a good story. Yeah. And that's just, that's just my argument because this is a better story than I thought it would because I thought cause I knew Rowan was going to win the title, but I wasn't sure how they were going to intrigue people. And from that first promo after the chamber, especially after what they did last night. Yeah. I'm way more into this than I ever thought I would so in that sense they're doing something right with this oh and Vince they did a meeting with Vince and Roman and he didn't really give an idea of what this, what was said Roman just storms out and Vince says that he's been suspended he goes I just uh, he says I just reminded Roman what his cousin The Rock would say at times know your role and shut your mouth <laughs> I mean we're just like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> see yeah, I know. I mean, fuck us for trying to buy into a, a story. Enjoy some good wrestling. <laughs> Fucking prick. <laughs> I would have, I would have went longer with the guy, but you know, you I, you get in on that guy, Scott. I would have went longer, him. but it was late, and I thought, fuck this, I'm going to my bed. Yeah. I can't be arguing with this guy all night. I have better things to do with my time than argue with you. Yeah, no. Because you think I have to argue with him tomorrow. If it was an, if this was a guy who's been in the Indies or it was a CM Punk like character and he was doing the same things that Roman's doing, in this sto- the same story with Brock, maybe everybody would be all into this. Like, oh, this is the best story going into Mania. Like, it's just because it's Roman. I feel, and like most people who boo Roman, I feel like it's been said it's kind of not because they don't like him anymore. It's they more probably like, boo him because other people boo him. It's kind of a, like, see, that's kind of a Pavlovian response. Like, you hear the music, you see him come out, you're conditioned yeah. to boo him because that's the thing to do. I could see that. So we don't we don't have a lot of time left. No, we don't. I did go a bit longer. I, don't, I can't find that. But you did, you did do well, by the way, I might add. Yeah. To very coolly intertwine both wrestling talk and your rant. Yeah. Well done you, Scott. Thank you. Well the point I felt needed to be made because well, I don't quite I, good. I feel like like Roman in the past has done has been presented in not a favourable way and has You got the guys always, back. Not, <laughs> not have always been presented in the right way and there's been potentially been mistakes in how he's booked but I actually think they're doing something good in this story and I feel it's my I feel best that, that should be not pointed out. Well you're quite right. And do you know on the strength of what you're saying I'm gonna actually watch it a little more and give him more of a chance than I usually do. Plus, like people point to similarities, I actually do think Cena, uh, Roman is a better in ring than Cena is. Even though, even if you say that, I agree with what you say that Cena put an effort into matches. Yeah. But I was gonna say, I think. Oh, overall, I never, I never. Sorry, everybody. The, randomly the connection on the computer and the studio cut off, so we had to. Died. Um, yeah, we had to improvise. We were on the phone, though. Paul, what was it you were saying right before the connection cut off? No, I was saying I never did say that one. Either Roman or Cena was better than the other one. I just simply said I'm more impressed now that Cena is adding so much more to his repertoire than he used to. Mm-hmm. And on the strength of what you're telling me, I will give Roman Reigns a chance. I'll, I'll look at him more than I usually do. Yeah, maybe it's because it's been a few years now and I'm just over the... Just over the... Unnecessary anti- vitriol. The anti-Roman thing. Because I had moments where I was angry at, I didn't like him, but... As I said, I was more annoyed at him when he was US champion than the WWE champion. He didn't seem to care about it. No. But as you pointed out, uh, Cena has cared about it. Yeah, he elevated that title at Lubin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to try and mention, talk about the uh, 20, top 20 villains thing to Paul for the Empire Magazine, but I think we might see that to you because uh, I need to get it on the phone, but I'm having to use the phone. Yeah. I can't remember the exact order of all 20 this was a fan voted thing. We know who the best villain ever was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you you said that almost seem you seem to say that with certainty and then you're like, um Thundercat is enemy, Mum Ra. There you go. This was film villains, but alright. It can be two things. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, film villains. Uh Ivan Ooze. <laughs> there you go. 
Power Rangers movie. Oh, God, that was the last person I thought you were going to say. Ivan Ooth. Oh, that's a good one. That is, a good one. is that a movie villain? Yeah. Well, there you go. Like, I'm right. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. So, uh, as we've started, we started recording late, so we're going to quickly uh, veer into the ranting Scott, or venting Scott part. Scott blamed his bus. What was the bus? Bus was late. Fucking bus. They said, said a one's going to be along in a few minutes. Good. Turns out to be a 1C, which goes the opposite direction oh. of where I needed to go. This is your time to rant. Call the bus a bastard. And move on. Bastard bus. Yes, bastard bus. Well, you're... I thought you would enjoy this, getting able to, it's anything you want to vent on, just anything, not stuff that's happened, but just stuff that just like generally annoys you. Ah, oh, well. The fact that they're releasing 10,000 millennial rail cards, I read in the paper, for people between the ages of 20-something and 30. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't really read the story, because you know my usual attitude to that, I seen the word millennials and getting something, and I was like, oh, fuck them. <laughs> Cunts. Why do they need stuff? Well, just so I can find something that's totally NPC about it and then rally against it? Fucking bitches. You don't know See, you... I, I can't fucking get into a rant because if I start getting into a rant, everyone in the world would hate me because I'd find some reason to hate them. There's always You can always find a reason to hate somebody out there. I really shouldn't, though, because I shouldn't be so vitriolic. Yeah. Hey. There's one as well. Football fucking fans, right? I I watched the old fan match at the weekend. Oh, don't get me started on this. Right? Now, unfortunately for me, I was a Rangers fan. My team lost. Uh-huh. Right? Now, during the 90 minutes of the game, mm-hmm. from the start of the game to the end, I was spewing vitriol and venom and hatred at the TV. Mm-hmm. Once the game was done, mm-hmm. that was done. There was no need, no need for vitriolicness or nastiness, but you hear in the paper about these fucking morons from both sets of fans yeah. spewing obscenity and abuse at football players, mm-hmm. right? Because they play for Isle Celtic Rangers. Where is the fuck? That's childish bullshit, that. Mm-hmm. If you've got hateful vengeance, whatever, spew it during the 90 minutes because when the 90 minutes is in for, sorry to say, the players are fair fucking game. You know, yeah. you can spew whatever fucking shit you like at me. But when the 90 minutes is done, it's done. I fucking hate football. I know you hate football, but... I hate most sport, but this... You at least enjoy the fact that I'm having a refreshing viewpoint on it. Yes. You know? My brother comes in after the old firm and after the last reunion where Rangers have lost, and he's come in spewing all these obscenities of it. About Celtic, Celtic fans and Catholics and, and, and Fenians and shit. Like, right. How is that going to help you, Steve? Yeah. Like, is it a, is an ethical reverse decision because you're spewing shit about players? Yeah, no. it's not going to help. See, uh, the whole range Celtic thing, people are going off. Oh, unions are orange. Like, how many of you are actually practicing Catholics or Protestants? How many of you have actually? When's the last time any of you were actually at church? Yeah, I know. Well, I will say, well, we're on one rant and we're venting, but why it's fair game to us? Yeah. You know fine well if there's any of them on that listen to our show. Yeah. We'll probably get it. Unfortunately, you'll probably get it on your Twitter page or whatever. Yeah. You know, but I honestly think it's a very small-minded fucking thing. Yeah. You know? Just to get so angry about this, like, we were just ranting about wrestling, but it's still like... Listen, I mean, we'll be ranting about wrestling because it's part of our topic on the show. Once we leave and finish up the show... I'm not going to be, I'm not going to let the fact that we're annoyed about some wrestler ruin my day. Yeah. You know? Like I say, in football, 90 minutes, spew your hatred to your fucking lungs up. Yeah. Like, I remember I had a paper that was so bad that it almost ruined my day, but luckily I had Game of Thrones and that made me feel better. You always got, there's always yeah. something out there that you also enjoy. Use that, that'll make you feel better. Exactly. Like, I looked at the game rate and I was pissed off. It was, but I looked at it, it was a good game. Rangers gave a pretty decent account of themselves on the scale. Yeah. High scoring. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a good game. The yeah. only bastard is that Lee Cunts won. But there you go. Yeah. You know, this, you talk about millennials and stuff like that. You know what annoys me? Uh, 
like I get that language changes all the time, standards are changing all the time. But, eh, it's just that there are, pe- there are, there are, there are people that are, there are people out there all the time that it just always feels like not just these people we're talking about language, but also people when it comes to wrestling as well. Like people always find something. Or it seems like they're looking for something that they can complain about. Just people and all that stuff like that. People who try to find things mm. to complain about. Yes. Millennials. Like the, like the, like the, like the Roman thing, like people kind of get into it goes, oh no, because they're you're trying to manipulate us into feeling this way about Roman. Like, oh, shut the fuck up. Can you not know, just enjoy it? <laughs> like, I was watching that, listening to Pogus and AI Matthew from Botchamania was on. He said, something, he said, WWE fans can, when it comes to stuff like this, can be like the fun police. <laughs> Oh yeah, I can't enjoy it because I'm both to think this way. Fuck off. Uh, fuck off. Well, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's it. I just said it just there how I enjoyed it. Now, and it's I'm well in my rights to enjoy it, and usually within your rights to not enjoy it. But I'm just giving you my point of view of why I enjoy it. I think I'm mature. I don't fucking hate it. I just yeah dislike. You know, I don't mean me maturing. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a step now. If I can do it, they can do it. But as I say, like language change all the time, and I get that, and like certain words that are used that were used years ago aren't used now and some of them most of them for good reasons but just the fact that if you don't know a word is offensive or you and these people immediately call you out on it and call you a whole for using words when you don't realize that's offensive and then you you leave a lot of people well, you feel like they can't say like they don't know what to say anymore if someone calls you out for using a word that they find offensive mm-hmm. don't your response should be what should my response be your response would be, well, it's no fucking offensive to me, and fuck off in day one. That should be your response. Like, we talked about a few weeks ago about the whole holding the door open or somebody, like, the whole first thing, I think it's more annoying for me that a pet peeve of mine is, if I hold the door for anyone, man or woman, if you don't say thank you for me opening the door for you, I wish death upon you. Yeah, I have a similar arc that yeah. bothered me. You know how you say, when you hold the door open for someone and they don't acknowledge that, and if I'm walking down the street uh-huh. and I step aside to let someone pass me, yeah. and it's ignored that. Yeah, that's uh, like we, like when you let someone get on a bus before you. Yeah, and we just go, I find good as if you'd expect they expect you to do it. Yeah. You know, that bothers me. Yeah. You feel like I'm like pulling them out the road and going, "Oh fuck you! You get miles, I'll get on the bus before oh, yeah. you." Can't do a few seconds at your day to say thanks, you. Dick. Mm-hmm. Am I, is this just it may just be me I think yes. there's, I think there's a certain age you should be allowed to say whatever you want like when you're over 60 or like over 65 say whatever you want because yeah. like like it's hard enough being I imagine being that age and sorry if I get a bit dark here but well, a lot of people a lot in your past like your 60s in your late 60s or early 70s like a lot of the people that you've known in your life have probably that you know have probably died you've Getting old on you're 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 getting sicker all the time. Your bones are getting weaker. You probably you've probably been put in some old home that stinks of piss. You're really making the listeners feel great. I'm just saying, like you've got enough problems as no old people have enough problems as it is without having to. You, want... could, you could have just said that. Old I wanted, people have enough. I wanted to paint. I wanted to paint a picture. Plus, I've been to an old folks' home and it does smell of piss. So that means so you, you, you open, you go in the door. And that unmistakable whiff of piss hits you. But you realise, Neil, you said that some wee millennial fannies when they come on Twitter and go, "Oh yeah, have you been to an old? Have you been to an old folks home?" I have. Like I say, that's what I should say. Yeah, have you been there? Did it smell? Yes, I'm being accurate. Yes. Oh, did I tell you? I went when I went to the old folks home. When I went there to visit my granddad, an old me and my mum working for the lift, and some old woman came up and in a joking way said to my mum, "Oh, is this your boyfriend or something like that?" So my mum doesn't look that old, she's only oh, in her right. late foot. And uh, she went, oh, okay. she said, no, that's my son, and then choking that, like, oh, don't worry, when he says some woman's going to take him away for you. And she went, oh, I could take him away for you. And then she puts her arm around me and casually, jokingly pulls me away, but I'm laughing along, but I also kind of gritting some teeth. Oh, let me fucking go. <laughs> get your hands of death off me, woman. Get away from me, you weird old woman. <laughs> she, she was a weird looking old woman, just I'm like, get your fucking hands off. Like, Give, give me your useful essence. <laughs> Don't drag me down. <laughs> Don't drag me down with you, get off. Yeah. So anyway, like, like old people have enough problems as it is without constantly 24-7 having to watch what they say in case it offends somebody. See, I, 
let them to deal with too. I have the fucking world to deal with. It's like in your sixties, you you don't have the time to to worry about gender neutrals or what race what races like to be called what things. No, it's just there's that cunt and that cunt, yeah. and that's it. And by the way, where's the? You only have a limited time. You only have a limited time left. You shouldn't be wasting it on shit like that. Well, let's waste it a wee bit. Do you like my badges? Yeah. That is my new Klaus Norby badges. Cool. Yeah. That's remember I was telling you about the wee design we could use for a, a logo for the show. Yeah. That is it there. Huh, that's nice. I thought that was quite good geometric and such. Nice. And that, that's Christina Ricci. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel, I feel like I'm doing most of the event here, but no phrase annoy no phrase annoys me. Well, you have to admit. No, I don't. <laughs> people, well, when you, you have to admit, admit what? Fuck you. Oh, people <laughs> like like oh, when you're when you're arguing with somebody and when you have opposing views, they say, oh, you have to admit, and then they say a thing like thing like, do I? No, you want me to admit that because you want me to come around to your side of the, the argument. Well, what about when somebody says, well, I have to say. I'll fucking say it then. Oh, somebody goes like that, do you? Do you know what I do when somebody goes, you're like, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Fucking sucking in through your teeth. Fucking say it, cunt. It's like a game. What's, what, what's this? Sucking in through the teeth. What's that? Alright. Right. You're like, I what? I think this is very therapeutic too. To get things off you. Tell you, didn't I? Straight <laughs> to random fuckers. Yeah, I know. This, this trash was studio now. Uh, not, I'm, I'm the one that has to come here during the week. I'm not. See, very few consequences for you. Right, I'll do it and then you can come in and explain it. Well, you see, me and Paul were talking, me, me and Paul were talking about millennials. Things just got out of hand from there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. funny. Well, I don't know we gotta wrap it up soon because yeah. well, I don't know if that would go rat little wind it up like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Fist the cuffs. I don't know if we should dedicate a whole show to Randy, but we should always find we shouldn't dedicate a whole episode to like ranting or yes, venting. Like, we, we should always try and find a segment we should start doing that segment straight on the week weekly segments kind of I mean, we don't, we don't want to start a national movement decked the millennials or nothing like that, you know? No. No. Just noting that down in the t-shirt idea. Oh, my notepad of t-shirt ideas. Unless, unless anyone's got that notion. I mean, we're not going to stop you or anything. It was Scott's idea to say that. No, it wasn't. <laughs> deny, deny all responsibility. Deny all responsibility. Death the millennials. Well, this has been an interesting show. I think we spent longer on the wrestling argument than we did... The other one. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and the actual venting, but this should be a week, I think this should be a weekly thing where we spend, we, I, I say realistically, I, I guess they set aside 10 minutes, it's going to be longer yeah, than that if, if for venting. We'll, we'll set aside 10 minutes to bring someone in and verbally berate them. No. <laughs> It'll be fun, we'll give them a free t-shirt. What t-shirt? I don't know, one I pull out of my drawer or something. Well, there. There you can't, there's a t-shirt. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Have a t-shirt and listen to our fucking abuse, you dick. No, probably not. Uh, Are you saying that wouldn't go over well? Probably not. Why not? Because people Why not have a people type touch? Because I don't think... Because there are certain people... It depends on how abusive you are, because I don't think for some people a t-shirt will do it. But we could have a, a, week, a monthly competition make the millennial cry. That'd be great. We could just verbally abuse a millennial until they cry and run away. We're really getting deep into your mindset, aren't we? It's getting a bit scary. Me? Yes, you. I just hate millennials, that's all. Really? I haven't noticed. At least I don't hate John Cena anymore. <laughs> I've replaced my hatred of him with oh, something else. I was gonna say, and at least I didn't do my Mojo Rawley rant, which I've probably done before on this show, have I? I don't think you have. I think you, I think you hit upon it, but I think you need to save that until you're really annoyed. I'm getting annoyed now, just thinking about the well, there you bastard. Go. Bottle it all up and then spear it upon the airways next week. Yeah. We'll save, we'll, we'll save with my usual paper rant, we'll save for your mojo rolling rant. Yeah, see, we should have ranting segments. And we should, it's good to have a format for the show. The back of a chair. 
it's good to have a format for. So as I say, at some point in the next couple of weeks, we should we do need to find some time to uh, get here for some pre-recorded pay-per-view reviews in the lead up to Mania because, like we did for the Rumble, we should be doing some uh, pay-per-views for classic like WrestleManias. And what WrestleManias at the what pay-per-view? What, <laughs> what, 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 what WrestleManias will do? I have no idea yet. We'll have to talk about that. Mania fourteen. Figures out. Yes, Mania 14 and Mania 5. I believe would be an interesting one to do. I'm trying to think. That has the Blue Blazer versus Mr. Perfect. I'm just thinking, I'm thinking WrestleMania 17, that seems like an obvious choice. I have that one. I was going to say WrestleMania 31 because I think that's an example of a good recent Mania. I don't have that one. Uh, that's also involves the Bray Wyatt Undertaker match, which I and I don't, don't I, want and I don't want to, and I don't feel like listening to Paul and rant about it. You don't want to. You don't want to. I've heard, en- I've heard, en- I've heard enough of Paul's Bray Wyatt's uh, Bray Wyatt themed rants. The man has been robbed. Oh, good robbed, Lord. robbed, robbed. So it's fair to say we're not fair to say we're not going to be doing WrestleMania reviewing WrestleMania thirty three either. No, we're not. We are going to be also reviewing. WrestleMania 34, when we'll get together to do that, because it'll be during the Easter holiday and the college will be closed, then, as anyone's guess, we'll have to let you know during the, the near the time. Yes. Anyway, we're going to wrap this up, and thank you for listening. Uh, remember to like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash rambling podcast, at Twitter, Twitter at SP Rambling. Yep. You can get me at ScottMcLeod1996. And when you oh. get me, he'll tell me. <laughs> and, uh, well, Paul, we have to, uh, the last couple of weeks I've been choosing the song I chose Beautiful Sunday, the song that I disloshed to. It's still game because we were talking about that. I thought it was fun. Uh-huh. It was a fun song to do. So, uh, since you're back and uh, you, you've got your choice. Ah, uh, since, since I'm back. Well, I will pick, and this is probably a strange one for you, but I will pick Ugly Kid Joe and Everything About You. You'll, you'll pick what? Ugly Kid Joe doing the song Everything About You. Fair enough, I don't know that song, but... You'll like it, sure, you'll know it, sure, it's grand. Sure choice, so, fair enough. So, uh, thank you for listening, everybody, and I hope you enjoyed our discussion and our ranting. Or unless you're a millennial, in which case you probably hated it. Yeah, well, and if that's the case, good. Or if you had a sense of humour, you'll probably enjoyed it. Yeah, so if you had a sense of humour, yay! If you're a millennial, then fuck you, we don't care anyway. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.